This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with your hosts, Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinjak. All right, welcome back once again. Oh yeah, another exciting episode of the Decibel Geek Podcast. You know me, I'm Aaron Camaro, joined as always... Oh, well, joined as usual? Well, not today. No, today, no Chris Sinzak here today. You know, Chris is such an important part of the Decibel Geek Podcast. You know, and, and I'm guessing today he's either out saving the world... Or he's stuck at a dance recital, one of the two. But I just want to take a little time to let everybody know just how valuable Chris really is to the Decibel Geek Podcast. I mean, obviously, he's the one that started this whole thing. Before I even came on board, the idea was already hatched in his head. And, you know, together we've come up with this amazing thing that it still blows my mind all the time that the worldwide reach, this little thing coming out of a, out of outside of Nashville, Tennessee, it reaches all over the world, and we've got fans all over the place, people that are really digging what we're doing. I mean, whether it be with Rich the Meister Dylan running into Decibel Geek fans in Sweden, or just the amount of emails and great response we get every single week, it continues to blow my mind and I just want to thank everybody for always being a part of that and you know without Chris which it's it's funny but you know he does so much work with the show where a lot of times I just show up you know we have a subject we've discussed and we decide to do it so I show up we record it and I say see ya and Chris does all the heavy lifting that goes along with the Decibel Geek podcast. Well, this week we're trying something a little bit different because I'm going to try my hand at doing all the heavy lifting this week. That's right. I'm going to I'm going to do the show. I'm going to edit it. I'm going to produce it. I'm going to do it all myself. So, if it turns out shitty, well, I'm sorry, but I tried. So, you know, how do we do this every week? Well, we start out with Geeks of the Week. And the best way recently to become a Geek of the Week is simply to share the link from each week's episode. So you go out onto Facebook, you go onto Twitter, you share it with everyone you know, and you're going to get your names listed as Geeks of the Week. Well, the only problem with that is I don't have access to everybody that that shared the last week's episode, which was amazing. It was our chance to sit down and talk to Chuck Garrick, who was getting ready to take off and go hang out with Alice Cooper all over Europe at all these big festivals. I believe he's at Sweden Rock, and then come back and do the farewell tour with Motley Crue. And do we meet up with him at a bar? No. Was it a, a tattoo parlor? Well, you'd think so, but no. We were hanging out with Chuck Garrick at a coffee shop. So as strange as that was, it turned out awesome. I'd love to thank Chuck for being on the show. Like I said, I don't have the list that says who the geeks of the week are. I'm going to go ahead and assume that Robert DePasqua probably shared it. I know Dave Shirt probably did. Uh, JTB from JTB's Groovy Record Room, he always shares it. I know Chris shared it. You know, he shares it all the time. He does all the work. I'm telling you. Billy Hardaway, I'm sure he shared it. And, uh, a whole shit ton of Alice Cooper fans I know shared it. So if, if I didn't get your name listed, well, there's a good reason why, because I just, I don't know these things. So if I miss anybody, I'm sure Chris will make up for it when he gets back. Um, as far as the show goes this week, I don't really have too much of a plan. I just sat down and, and decided it'd be a fun way to do something this week would be to just have some fun. You know, and the way I look at it and the way my mind's blown about how many people we reach with this little podcast called Decibel Geek and all the rock and rollers out in the world that, you know, we have really, oh, here I go, I'm going to try to say it, made a worldwide audience into a local music scene or something like that, something along those lines. But the feelings I get from it and the feelings you guys should have too is something special because rock and rollers are special people. You know, we are the coolest people in the world. I'm talking about the whole world, whether you're in Sweden, Australia, in the United States, up in Canada, it doesn't matter because rock and rollers are brothers and sisters in a unified feeling. It's a feeling, and it's a good feeling. And so today, you know, I wanted to play some good feeling rock, some stuff that's maybe a little inspirational. And, you know, speaking of inspirational, if you stick around, this isn't even advertised, but there's going to be a huge surprise coming up later on in the show. So stick around for that. Now, before we get into the, the, the 
meat and potatoes of what we got going on here today, I just want to do a quick shout out to my good friend TJ Weatherby. Now, I know a lot of you know that I've been involved in professional wrestling and, you know, I'm kind of semi-retired now. I don't really mess around with it no more. I got I got enough on my plate with Decibel Geek and, and it, I'm the kind of guy I've always got to have some kind of creative, inspirational outlet. Otherwise, my head's probably going to explode. So when I stopped doing pro wrestling and dove headfirst into doing Decibel Geek and really put my heart and soul behind what we're doing here because you guys love it so much and, and Chris and I, we love doing it so much that, you know, the wrestling thing's kind of gone by the wayside for me. And, you know, throughout my years of working in pro wrestling, I've worked for a lot of different people, a lot of different promoters. And I can tell you from experience that professional wrestling is filled with a bunch of scumbag people. I'm serious. Real scumbags, real assholes. And, you know, a lot of promoters will screw you over in a heartbeat. You know, promise you one pay and give you something else. Promise you this and deliver something else. It happens all the time in the business. It's all pretty unregulated. And it is it is what it is. You know, it's an occupational hazard. You know, I kind of like it. It's fun. You know, it's, it's different for sure. But it's a cutthroat business. And you really got to watch your ass when you're involved in it because people are out to rip you off left and right. But I do want to talk about T.J. Weatherby because T.J. is a promoter here in Tennessee in a little town called Millersville, just outside of Nashville. And he's been doing it for years, running Southern All-Star Wrestling out there. And I got to tell you, man, T.J. Weatherby has been fantastic. He was the first promoter that I really worked for when I came here to Nashville. And from day one that I've known the guy, never once has he ever screwed me over. And I can tell you I've been screwed over left and right by shady suckers all over the wrestling business. But TJ Weatherby has always been, you know, on the straight with me and has always treated me great. And right now TJ is going through some real health problems. As a matter of fact, just today I got back from visiting him in the hospital. Man, you know, it sucks to see the guy. He's got tubes sticking out of him, and he, he's really having a hard time. But I just want to take a minute to, you know, show a little love to TJ Weatherby and, and tell him I love him, and we're, we're pulling for you, and we're hoping you get better. You know, so I love you, man, and, and thank you for everything you've done for me. So it's all about that today, you know, being grateful, feeling good, having a good time. And, you know, maybe a little inspiration. I know a lot of people listen to this stuff on their way to work. They're not feeling good. A lot of times we get emails from fans all over the world that say, you know, we're going through tough times, but listening to the podcast takes me away for an hour. That's what it's all about for us, you know, an escape for an hour. Because God knows, you know, it's done a lot to improve my life. And I know Chris would say the same thing. You know, we love what we do here. And if we can help people in the process... Well, what the hell? You know, it doesn't get much better than that. So this week, I'm going to play some music. Like I said, I got that huge surprise coming up later in the show, but you're going to have to stick around to see what that's all about. Unannounced, huge surprise right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. But to kink the, kick things off this week, we're going to have some fun, be inspirational, feel good about yourselves. I want you guys to rock out today and just enjoy life a little bit. So I can't think of a better way to kick it off with the immortal Lemmy. Yeah, that's right. He's kicking it off with some Motorhead right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast off the Ace of Spades album. This one's called Live to Win.
can't go wrong with Lemmy, the mighty motorhead, right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast, Live to Win, that's inspirational. You know, we're giving Kristen Zach a break this week, you know, he's got so much going on, and you know, we do, we juggle our families, we juggle our lives, our jobs, you know, and, and are we getting paid for doing this? No. So people ask us, why do you do it? Well, we do it because we love the music, and we love the community, we love the people that are, have become a part of it, we love our writers, we love our listeners, and we just love the, the community that's come out of the Decibel Geek Podcast. Now, we've gotten a letter recently, and it asked, you know, Aaron and Chris, what podcasts, you know, other than Decibel Geek do you guys listen to? And, you know, I can't speak for Chris because Chris listens to a bunch of different podcasts, and he could probably answer this better than I can, but I can tell you a few that I really like. Um, Joey Haney runs a show called um, Rock Strikes 10, which is fantastic. You know, if you like Decibel Geek, you're probably going to dig that one, too. And another one I like, our, our good friend and writer BJ Kahuna does rock and or roll. I got to admit, I haven't been keeping up with it as much as I like to, but the ones that I've heard have been just awesome. So that one's definitely worth checking out. Um, might be a little biased on this one, but I got to give the shout out to our good friends Corey and Dave, who run It's a Man's World podcast, which is freaking hilarious. I mean, I've listened to podcasts before, but there's only one podcast that has made me laugh so hard I cried and made my coworkers look at me like I was insane, and that's It's a Man's World. That's available on iTunes. All these are available on iTunes. Another one I really like, well, back to it. Hey, I'm a wrestling fan. I really like the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast as well. You know, even if you're not a wrestling fan, I think you can dig it because, well, Stone Cold kicks ass. And how cool would it be to have him as a guest on the Decibel Geek Show one day, huh? He's a metalhead. He could talk rock and roll with us. You know he could. That's the bottom line. I'd love to see it happen. Um, you know, and here's another funny thing about it, too. You know, I come from that wrestling background. I come from a radio background. So, you know, those both those businesses very cutthroat, you know, and very competitive. And I'm a very competitive person. You know, and I want to always be the best. Everything we do, especially Decibel Geek, I want Decibel Geek to be the best rock and roll podcast in the world. You know, there's a lot of them out there to compete with. But when I talk to Chris, he's got a totally different outlook than I do. He's not competitive. He looks at the podcast world as a community as a brotherhood you know we're we're all you know in it to for the same reasons you know we're doing it because we like it because let's face it I don't think anybody besides maybe guys like you know Mark Marin and Stone Cold Steve Austin and and you know Adam Carolla and guys like that are making money doing it but the little guys like us we're not making money you know so we're doing it for the love of it and that's why we do it so Chris is cool as always you know says don't be competitive, you know, just just do what we do and we'll do it well. We'll do it the best we can. You know, and I think that says a lot because, you know, between our love for it and the fact that I'm so competitive and Chris is, is such a perfectionist that it drives us to always do the very best that we can. You know, and today may be an exception because I'm sounding like hell and Chris isn't here to carry the, the weight like he usually does. We're giving him a break this week. So this week we might be one of those bad podcasts. But we're still going to try to have some fun anyway. I'm still here with you. One way or another, we're going to make it happen, as we always do. We made that vow a long time ago. Decibel Geek was going to come out every single week. We've never missed. That's not happening anytime soon. Whether we're getting paid or not. So it doesn't matter. Here's a little story for you you might find interesting, a little behind the scenes for you. This was actually a while back, though. But Chris was talking to somebody, and I'm not going to say who, but he let it slip to them about a guest we had lined up to come on the show. Now, next thing I know, there's another podcast out there that's trying to beat us to the punch. And let me tell you, when I found out about it, I was pissed, real pissed. Things ended up working out. We got our guest before he went on the other show, and, and you know, screw them. But we got him first. He was our guest, but Chris, you know, at cool as always, says, man, don't sweat it. It all worked out. What you need to know is that you shouldn't try to keep up with the Joneses. You should try to make the Joneses keep up with you. That's beautiful advice. Couldn't have said it better unless you were Janie Lane. So right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast, enjoy this one. It's so true. It's warrants with the Joneses.
Alright, we're back and you are listening to the Decibel Geek Podcast. All by my lonesome today, I am Aaron Camaro. Chris Sinzak, he probably didn't want to take the week off, but we're giving him the week off because, man, the guy's earned it, he deserves it, he needs to take a break. He does all the work on the show, I mean, I'm not joking with you, he really does. And so, you know, we want to give him a chance to, to just rest, you know, enjoy his time with his family and, you know, show him that I can handle things. That's right, I'm not... Totally incapable. I can't. I can do more than just show up and be a big mouth and play some kick-ass rock music and leave. I can edit too. I hope. We'll see how this turns out. You know, a lot of people listen to the Decibel Geek Podcast. I know this because we get so many emails and messages from people. They listen to it either while they're on their way to work or while they're at work. And, you know, nine times out of ten, man... Work sucks, you know, and, and you don't want to go, and you're driving to work, and you're thinking, damn, I, I wish I could figure out an excuse to not have to go today, or, or man, this sucks, my boss is a dick, you know, and I don't want to have to go deal with him, and everybody's got, you know, jobs, even if you have the best job in the world. Here, let me tell you something. I used to be a DJ at a strip club when I was younger. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun at times, but at the end of the day, it was still a stinking job, and I still had to be there at a certain time, still had to stay there for a certain amount of time, and could only leave when the work was done. It's still a job. So no matter how great your job is, whether you're you're a member of the band KISS and you're going on stage every night, or you're working in an office somewhere, or a warehouse, or a factory, or whatever it is you do, you know, you, you gotta work, you gotta get paid. It's as simple as that. So when if we can help anybody get through their crappy jobs a little bit easier, even if it's just for an hour a week, that's what it's all about, and that's what we're going to do. So here's one for you. You know, I think I might have played this one once before, and I don't want to be repetitive because, you know, we always say radio sucks, but damn, if I'm going to repeat one song every year, that ain't too bad. We could deal with that. I'm not 100% sure I played it, but I'm guessing I did because it's such an awesome song. This one really speaks to me at jobs that I've had that have been the very, very worst. I can put this song and it helps me get through it. So I hope it does the same for you. Right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast, crank it up, you're going to love it. It's the Super Suckers and they got to get paid. This is too long for being gone And it's too far to go Things when you're out on the roof. 
become a heavy load Fantastic advice from the super suckers right there. You just put your heart on ice. Thaw it out when you get home. Maybe put a cold beer on it. That can never hurt. You're listening to the Decibel Geek Podcast today. We're feeling a little inspirational. I'm Aaron Camaro. You know, I know it. You don't got to tell me. I'm not sounding like my normal, sexy, glorious self today. I'm a little under the weather, but that's all right. We're going to get through it. Chris Sinzak, we're forcing him to take the week off. That's right, Chris. You're taking the week off. You earned it. You deserve it. Enjoy the time with your family. And don't worry, man. I got it all under control. This is going to be fine. It's going to be great. Don't worry about it. You know, talk about being sick, having shitty jobs, going through stuff in your life. You know, life's not always easy, but we've got rock and roll to help us get through it. You know, bad things happen to good people all the time. You know, and it's just a matter of how you get through it. You know, you're not going to sit down and you're going to cry about it. No, you're a rock and roller. You're going to pick yourself up. You're going to do something about it, and you're going to carry on because that's what we do. I mean, hell, look at uh, Chris Sinzak's brother, Eric. That guy fell off a 10-story building in Los Angeles while saving some kittens. Damn near broke his leg right off his body, and he's fine. Yeah, that dude's going to be fine. No problem. Bad things happen to good people. You fight your way through it. Have we ever played the Red Hot Chili Peppers on the Decibel Geek podcast before? Probably not. But you guys didn't lynch me when I played Sublime. You didn't hunt me down when I played Sugar Ray. So I think I'm going to get away with it today. We're going to fight like a brave with the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
fighting like Braves with the Red Hot Chili Peppers right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. You know, in all seriousness, get well, Eric. We're all pulling for you, man. And, well, at least you live in California. So next time I come to visit, I'll have to borrow your uh, pharmacy card. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, we're going to keep things rolling here as promised. Got a special guest on the show this week. Sort of, kind of. You know, we've always wanted to have like Paul Stanley or Gene Simmons on the Decibel Geek podcast, but, you know, they're busy dudes, you know, and I don't think they think too much of podcasts, you know, maybe not just specifically the Decibel Geek podcast. Maybe they don't like any of them. It, it might not just be us. It might not just be us. But at any rate, um, let's see, it's been, it's been about a month ago now, and I've been kind of sitting on this waiting for the right moment to break it out. But uh, I thought it'd be cool to inadvertently have Gene Simmons as a guest on the Decibel Geek podcast. And being as how this is kind of an inspirational week, we've been playing, I've been playing inspirational music and, and, you know, just trying to share a little hope, a little love with the world, with the fellow rock and rollers all over the place. And, uh, you know, when I went and seen Gene Simmons, the thing is this, I didn't even know what it was. It was some kind of financial summit. What do I want at a financial summit? Well, in this case, Gene Simmons was there. And, you know, it was a pretty cool experience to sit that close to Gene Simmons and listen, just, just listen to the guy talk. Just let, listen to some of his wisdom that he, that he had to share with us that day. And, you know, a lot of people say a lot of shitty things about Gene Simmons. You know, they say he's egotistical. They say all he does is sell, sell, sell. But as you're about to find out, there is a totally different side to Gene Simmons that, you know... To me, it shows what a good dude he really is. So, without further ado, my special guest this week on the Decibel Geek Podcast, the one, the only, the demon, Gene Simmons. Let me tell you about America, because I wasn't born here. I know I don't look like I come from Sweden, either. I came here as an eight-and-a-half-year-old child, and I didn't know anything about America or anything. I was born in Israel. And when I came here with my mother, because our father left us when I was very, very young, I'd never heard of the American dream. I'd never heard that almost anything you can imagine can come true only here. Really. We fly, I flew here, by the way, on American Airlines. Good name for, good name for an airline. <clears throat> oh, I forgot to tell you, flight was invented here. Not in France, not in England, not in Zimbabwe. It was invented right here. Not by large corporate entities. No, by two brothers who had a bicycle shop in Kitty Hawk, of all places. I don't even know where it is, but it ain't in New York. It's not in L.A. It's in the heartland of America. And that's where the heartbeat of America always lies, in the heartland. That's why they're called the heartland. New York and LA are too busy chasing fashions, trends, financial markets, and everything else. But the heart and soul of America is right here. Places like Nashville and South Carolina and Alabama, that's where it all happens. So when I came to America as a child of eight years old, I couldn't speak a word of English. I can't, I sounded like this, really. And then shortly I learned that it's my responsibility age of entitlement. It's my responsibility to learn people skills, language skills, and learn to communicate with people and learn how to speak this language properly. When in Rome, do as the Romans do. Dress British, think Yiddish. <laughs> so to any immigrant, and I'm one, a legal one, because there is a difference, my first piece of advice would be learn how to speak the goddamn language. Yeah. The less you do it with an accent, the better you'll do. The more educated you are, the better you'll do. The more you have to empower yourself. Don't look to the government or anything else. Oops, I'm veering into another subject, so I won't do that. So when I came here to, as a child of eight years old, <clears throat> I was shocked that, in essence, for the first time in history, all the knowledge and the power and the secrets of the rich and famous was available equally to people in all stratas. For the first time in history, the rich and the famous weren't the only ones who were literate. Libraries, as far as I'm concerned, the House of God, were around every street corner 
in the days before the internet and you could take out books for free and you could learn anything you wanted to. You could educate yourself and that's what I did. I went to the library every day. I may be perhaps the only person in this room that read the entire Encyclopedia Britannica cover to cover. Yes, I did. I took notes and asked questions and all this kind of stuff, So, which is why I could uh, wax poetic and prolific on all sorts of minutia that puts all the rest of you to sleep. So, when I first came to America as a child of eight, and I'm going to keep hammering the, the point home about America, because every opportunity is here for you, and if you trust big business and all the smart people on television telling you what to do, it evades the main point, which is it's up to you. It's always going to be up to you to figure out things for yourself, to make the right decisions for yourself, for your family, your lifestyle, where you live. If you live in Nashville, you notice that you have a better tax rate. You pay less tax. Your estate taxes are less, and so on and so forth. So these are all choices you're going to have to make. So as a child of eight, when I started to learn how to speak English, and I'm an only child, I had never seen toilet paper before. In Israel, it was a young country. I'd never seen tissues. I'd, we never brushed our teeth. We had a little hole in the back of the house in the ground, and that's where our toilet was. And I'd never seen a television set, literally. So in 1958, when I came to America with my mother, I'd never seen a television set. We didn't even have a radio. And I learned that America was willing to accept me, and this is where I get my lump in my throat, <clears throat> it happens every time, that America was willing to accept me, who wasn't born here, and give me the same opportunity that its native-born sons and daughters had. too. That gets me every time. My mother was 14 when she, when she was in the concentration camps of Nazi Germany. She saw our entire family wiped out. She survived, thank God. And <clears throat> when we were in Israel, we were lucky enough to be chosen to be considered to come to America. So we were on a list. And I was eight years old. I didn't know what was going on. I'd never heard of America or anything. So in Haifa, Israel, we came to the front of the line, and I'm just listening to everything, and the American consulate person is asking my mother, I later learned, questions, trying to communicate with her. Do you speak English? No, I don't. Uh, my mother spoke Hebrew and Hungarian, and so did I, but other than that. And they're trying to find that he couldn't speak Hebrew, he couldn't speak Hungarian, Deutsch? She says, "Yeah, ich kann sprechen ein bisschen Deutsch." Yes, I can speak a little German, and so he could speak a little German. And he's asking her questions. And since then, I learned to speak the language myself. I'm fluent in that, in Hebrew and Hungarian, and a few other languages. And he says to her, "Okay, it looks like you're okay. You're going to be able to come to America and perhaps be a citizen. You just need to answer a few questions." Uh, do you plan to overthrow the government of the United States? No. no. Uh, are you a good citizen? Yes, I said. He says, okay, I'm going to swear you in. <clears throat> and, uh, and he said to her, raise your left hand to swear allegiance. And because, and because my mother had uh, just come out of the concentration camps, my mother raised her hand like this. And I'll never forget the kindness of the American consulate person who stepped off behind his desk and he took my mother's hand, I'll never forget, and he put it down. And he said, you'll never have to do that ever again. And he just, you know, told her, no more. You're coming to the land of the free, the home of the brave, where anything's possible, where you can be free and nobody's going to hunt you down. And every day, to somebody, I started off backstage 
saying to some of the wonderful police that are in Sam Watson, who you'll meet shortly, God bless America. It rings true because it is true. God bless France. Just doesn't sound all that convincing. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Eat frog's legs, but it's just not the same. So along the way, I... Sorry, I got... I talk about America or, oh, I want to finish my story about my mother because I said it backstage too. You know, when I first started watching television as a kid, my mother and I would stay up late because, you know, we didn't barely had any money or anything. And my mother, bless her, worked day and night. And television in those days, in the late 50s, there were three or four channels. And by 11 or 12 o'clock at night, and I'd stayed glued to the TV set trying to learn the language and seeing people fly through the air. Yeah, in America they fly without jets. <laughs> Superman. All the way at night when the screen would go to black. But before that happened, there would be a jet. I'll never forget this. And perhaps some of you are closer to my age, but I'm sure you're not. And this jet is flying through the air and you hear a blessing. I couldn't make out all the words, and, and, but at the end, the jet turns and goes straight up, and I heard, uh, and touched the face of God. And neither my mother or I understood the language well enough to understand something, but then before the screen went black, the American flags was ruffling. Uh, any of you remember this? Yeah, in the days before, it was, nobody thought it was uncool. What's cooler than the flag? of this country, that's what I ask you. So, the flag was furling, and remember, I'm young and I, I didn't know what was going on, and I, I'll never forget, I looked up at my mother's face, and she's crying, watching the TV screen with a flag that I didn't understand at that point. <clears throat> Sorry. So over the years, I've learned what that flag means, what that flag represents, what this country means and what it represents, and that there are no limitations, nothing. Everything that we use and see here, the light that lights this room that turns darkness into daylight, that was invented here. This thing that, that was invented here, television, radio, the, the modern cars, here. It was all invented here, not in New York, LA, or any place else. You know where Ed, Thomas Edison invented stuff? Menlo Park, New Jersey. So I later, became, uh, when I grew up, I started to take a look at, I always worked from the age of 12. I became a sixth grade teacher. I taught in Spanish Harlem. At the same time, I loved the Beatles and I always wanted to be in a band. So in my off time, I was playing with a band, but during the daytime, I went and taught sixth grade in Spanish Harlem. Now, can some of you speak Spanish here? Anybody? Not a word? A little sleep? Right. On the first day in Spanish Harlem, which is a very poor neighborhood, um, the dads were usually not home, moms had problems, and so the kids came from broken homes. One of the first Phrases I learned in Spanish when I first came to Maricón, la tuya, tu madre, like judeo, and all kinds of stuff. Anybody? Oh, thank God. No, you don't know what I said. It, it did not mean good morning, Jewish person. Uh, and at the same time that I was teaching sixth grade off at three o'clock, I had to do papers and mark them up and so on, I went to work afternoons at a delicatessen where I was the checkout guy and could eat as much as I wanted there, take food home and make some more money. And then by nine or 10 o'clock at night, I would go to a rehearsal and start rehearsing with this band, you know. So spread the risk as they say in business terms. And then somehow fell into this notion that I could wear more makeup and higher heels than my mommy ever did <laughs> and make a good living. And since then, this band that I'm in, which is about to embark on its 40th anniversary tour, and boy do I look good. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. This summer, we'll be coming here, hopefully you'll come out and see us, but uh, 
That's 40 years since the first tour. And I've been the luckiest guy. The KISS thing has grown way beyond anybody's expectations. We have the KISS golf course in Las Vegas, and I own LA KISS, which is a football team in Los Angeles, which has got four television outlets, CBS Sports, ESPN, KCAL in LA, and a reality show, LA KISS on AMC, which is coming up shortly. And a restaurant chain called Rockin' Brews, and we're making movies and TV series, and Shannon and Sophie, my beautiful wife, and my beautiful daughter now have their own reality show called Shannon and Sophie, which will be on shortly. We had our show, Gene Simmons' Family Jewels, which lasted 167 episodes and was seen in 84 countries in the world and is currently reruns on Access TV. And Nick, my six foot eight son, I don't remember if I started this off but I mentioned it to Sam backstage. I woke up this morning at the wonderful Sutton Hotel and I'm eating some egg whites because I got to watch my girlish figure. And I turn on TV and I had seen this before, but I turn on TV and I'm watching my son in a National Geographic special called Jesus Mysteries. He's playing Jesus Christ. You should check it out. It is a remarkable thing. So am I blessed? You know, I don't care what religious persuasion you are, there's got to be something up there that allows me to have the life that my mother never had and my grandparents and everybody else never had. And it's because of America. If there is a promised land, as far as I'm concerned, it's America, which is a collection of peoples from all over the world. You go to Japan, everybody's Japanese. You go to Scandinavia, everybody's Scandinavian. America is planet Earth itself. People of all persuasions, all colors, creeds, and that all coming to make, as far as I'm concerned, the greatest country the planet has ever had. So now, and there are no, no limitations. Every time we think it's going to go down. It just keeps going up. In 19, sometimes people ask me to speak publicly, corporate events and stuff like that. So I was proud to be invited by the New York Stock Exchange to ring the bell a few years ago. It was about 2008. And the Dow Jones Industrials were way down, right under 8,000. <clears> And I wasn't there under the aegis of a corporate entity. By the way, aegis is not a bad name for corporate entity. Maybe you should write that down. A-E-G-I-S, not bad. So I'm ringing the bell at the New York Stock Exchange, just really proud of how far I've come and really. And on the way down, we're walking in the Howard Halls of the New York Stock Exchange and, you know, I had a boy, people coming up. Fox Business came up to me and put the microphone on my face. And you can Google this. Mr. Simmons, you're the guy, weird guy who sticks his tongue out and kiss and starts, you've done well in life and so on. What do you think of the stock exchange? What do you think of the American dream? Is it broken? Because the Dow Jones were way down. And I was shocked by the question, especially coming from Fox Business. And I said, broken? Are you kidding? Didn't you learn the first lesson? Buy low, sell high. Take your stupid money, your cigarette money, your booze money, all the drinks and bars that you go to that you don't need to go to. Go sometimes, but don't go every day. And every time you bring over and have parties and throw the, and all those extra shoes that you'll never wear, ladies that are sitting in the closet, that you know, take all that stupid money. Invest in yourself, invest in America. Don't send it overseas. Buy the essentials of life biotech, medicines, you like McDonald's, buy McDonald's. You like Coca-Cola, buy Coca-Cola. By the way, it's the same philosophy Warren Buffett has. I've met the man, still lives in the same little town he grew up in, just bought his first new house in, I don't know, 40, 50 years. Middle class, drives a, just a, I don't know, a Toyota or something like that. Simple lifestyle, but I want to get to the point. So the Dow Jones Industrials is right under 8,000 and we're going out live on Fox Business. And I say, I don't know about you, but I'm buying American. I'm buying today. I'm buying as much money as I can throw into the marketplace. I'm going to spread my risk, some mutual funds, Coca-Cola, McDonald's, all kinds of things because 
the Dow is down. And I wasn't telling people what to do, it was just what I was going to do. If people would have followed what I was doing, today, the Dow is at what? 16,000 plus something. You would have li literally have doubled your money, but in financial terms, it's, I don't know if it's a thousand percent more, I'm not the financial guy. The point being that every time somebody tells you that there's a ceiling and that's as far as you can go, it's not true. When I was a kid, the Dow couldn't go past 3,000, and then it couldn't go past 10,000. But the same thing is happening to America's debt. We're up to 17 or 18 trillion. So again, this is going to be a, not a very uh, simple way of moving on to the main point, which is the reason you're here is to try to figure out how to make your lives better, your family's life better, your estate, and try to make a better life for yourself. And as far as I'm concerned, it's up to you to educate yourself. And one of the choices in life you have is to do your own due diligence on something called Cool Springs Financial. I've known Sam Watson for many years, and we all do our due diligence. We want to find out who our guys are. No better family man, no better upfront, full disclosure before the fact, a real ethical businessman, which seems to be a contradiction in terms, but he's the real deal as far as I'm concerned. Never heard a bad word out of his mouth about anybody or anything. Always positive, always forward thinking, and creating jobs, making people's lives better. So I'm not gonna go into too much detail because Sam is much more prolific and poetic about the nature and the structure of Cool Springs Financial, but I urge you, to take out your pads and pens for those of you that still use archaic writing methods or write into your little handheld device, take notes, ask questions, contact Sam. If you have any questions, want to find out how to, try, how to improve your life and how to make other people's lives better, it's worth your time. I thank you. I, I wish you all the best. And try not, try not to... Let a day go by before you remember or say the words, God bless America. See, now how cool was that? Finally, Gene Simmons on the Decibel Geek podcast. Kinda. Sorta. But, you know, at any rate, I don't anticipate getting sued over this because, yeah, I had my little recorder there, but there was a lot of people there videotaping, and I'm sure it's probably been on YouTube for a month already anyway. You know, what are they going to sue us for? We don't get paid. We're the Decibel Geek Podcast. Now, I think that's pretty cool. I really enjoyed having the opportunity to sit there and listen to Gene Simmons. And if we're doing inspirational today, it doesn't get much better than that. I got to believe after listening to him that you or I have just as good a chance of making it as he does, if not more so, because for him, it really was a long, long ways to the top, if you want to rock and roll, and you know Kiss does. You know, and that's the thing about Kiss, growing up as a kid, you know, Kiss was always inspirational to me through their music, through their attitude, and through the way they, just the awesome way they were. You know, I remember being a kid and being a teenager especially because when you're a teenager, you're living in a world that's constantly changing, a world that's chaos, is spinning out of control, and, and you can't get a grip sometimes. But I was lucky enough to grow up in a time where I had bands like Kiss to kind of turn to, to show me what's cool, you know, to let you know how you feel. If you feel good about something, then it's got to be good because you feel it inside. And that's the way Kiss always was for me. No matter what was going on in my life, I could throw on a Kiss album, a Kiss cassette, hit play, and feel good about it. And Chris Sinzak's not here with me to share it this week, but I know he'd be proud that I went back to 1987 for this one. Talk about inspirational on the Decibel Geek Podcast. Here's a little song for everybody out there.
Yeah, man, that makes me feel good. And that's what it's all about here today on the Decibel Geek Podcast. Aaron Cabrera all by himself, just trying to spread a little love. I'm feeling great. I've been feeling better as the show went on, so I hope you're feeling good too. I want everybody out there to have an amazing week this week. You're all awesome people. You're rock and rollers just like us. That's the beautiful thing about the Decibel Geek Podcast. This community, every single week that we been creating you know been not creating so much as as gathering you know just bringing in the people all the time the rock and rollers all over the world that share our love and respect for the bands and artists that have provided so much over the years you want to help them you want to help us you go to www.decibelgeek.com that's our official website on that website not only are you going to find amazing articles by just kick-ass writers that are all over the world writing about your favorite bands all the time you're gonna find those articles there you're also gonna find a button that takes you to Amazon amazon.com now whether it's kiss or the red hot chili peppers the super suckers warrant motorhead Gene Simmons, whatever. They've got it at Amazon. And if you go through the link on the website, we get a little kickback here at the show. Helps us keep it free. Like we said, we ain't making no money. We don't plan on getting rich off it. We do it because we love it. It's not going to cost you an extra penny by going through that link for whatever you're ordering. Whatever you want, it's there. But you can also help us out at the same time. It's very sweet, very cool. While you're on iTunes downloading us, we know you're going to iTunes. Everybody loves iTunes. Leave us a review. It's kind of a pain in the ass, but it's worth a lot to us. Also, of course, join the conversation on Facebook. That's where it's at. Tweet and tweet and tweet your little hearts out about us on Facebook, on uh, Twitter. Let us let the world know what we're doing here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. Now, before we wrap things up today, I just want to say, hey, this was kind of cool doing this by myself. Do I want to have my own podcast? Hell no. Hell no. I have too much fun hanging out with my brother, Chris Sinzak, and we bring it to you every single week. Rock and roll, hard rock, heavy metal, we got it for you. The radio stations aren't playing it, but we're going to do it. We've got amazing interviews coming up. We've got amazing plans coming up. Year in review, you want it, it's coming. And it's the year you guys chose on Facebook. Yeah, power to the people, just like that. And don't forget, coming up real soon, Man, July is right around the corner. And the longtime listeners, the true diehards, you know what it means when it's July in Decibel Geek Land. Oh, yeah, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Big things planned for that. So, I want everybody, like I said, to have an awesome week. We love you here at the Decibel Geek Podcast. Keep tuning in, tell your friends about us, and don't let them bring you down, Bruce.
Don't bring me down. 